Hello, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I'm convinced that as you listen to Pastor Femi Emmanuel of Living Spring Chapel International, you will be lifted and inspired. And so you hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the Femi Emanuel and on Instagram at the Real Femi Emanuel. You can also join our live services at www.youtube.com slash the Femi Emanuel. You are lifted. We are before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. God's anointing and presence is present. It is present to heal. It is present to touch. So can you begin to bless His holy name? We start off every service thanking God. It is the time for you to give your own personal praise. Worship. And thanksgiving to God. Say, Jesus, I'm grateful. Jesus, I'm grateful. Jesus, I thank you. All over the nations of the earth, begin to worship His name. Begin to give Him praise. Say, Jesus, I am grateful. You kept me and brought me to church once again. I declare upon the lives of everyone connected to this service from all over the globe this morning God will prove himself in your life in Jesus name every question you have brought before the king of glory you shall receive an answer in Jesus name this is our month of kingdom advancement Everything that has taught you hitherto from advancing is broken off your life now in Jesus' name. I speak into your life and into your destiny just like no man can deny the sweetness of honey. No one shall deny the glory of God in your life in Jesus' name. It shall be visible for all eyes to see in Jesus' name. Everyone that is connected to this service with the whole of their heart, you shall live with a reward in Jesus' name. The unction upon our Father shall begin to manifest upon your life as well in Jesus' name. So shall it be for you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have decreed. Can you celebrate God this morning by putting your hands together for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords as you have your seat if you are not already seated i welcome each and every one of us on behalf of god the father god the son and god the sweet holy spirit the god we have come to get from and the god that is strong enough to deliver us may you not miss your passion this morning in jesus name this morning i bring you a message called the enemies of kingdom advancement the enemies of kingdom advancement our text is gotten from first thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 18 first thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 18 i read from the new king james version therefore we wanted to come to you even i paul time and time again can we finish the verse can we all read the remaining part of the verse but who but who but satan hindered us paul said the forces that were around me wanted to come to you 
I gathered all the men that were around me and we wanted to come to you. And when I saw that the devil resisted them, I, even I, Paul, I want you to realize something here. At this point, Paul was no longer Saul. True? He had the anointing and the unction of God. He had the power of heaven working for him. Everybody knew that Paul was anointed of God. And that is why he said, even I, Paul, wanted to come. But Satan hindered me. I decree upon your life and your destiny, the devil will not hinder your progress in Jesus' name. Wherever you want to get to, heaven will take you there in Jesus' name. They are enemies of kingdom advancement. Can I announce to somebody this morning that the devil has not stopped the ministry of hindrance. The devil is still out to stop whoever we allow him to stop them. If you allow the devil, he will stop you a thousand times and again. But for you and your family, you will be liberated in Jesus' name. The enemies of kingdom advancement we're in the month of kingdom advancement and so many messages have gone forth but this morning i am bringing a message that will bring everything back home that will bring you to understand that in this business of kingdom advancement you must resist the devil for him to flee from you james 4 verse 7 Submit yourselves therefore to God Resist the devil And he will flee from you Whatever affects the kingdom of God Affects your destiny I want you to understand that this morning That whatever affects the kingdom of God Affects your destiny God was saying I will build my church And the gates of hell shall have no power over it So if you are part of the church Whatever works against the church Also works against you Most people come to church And are very relaxed Because they feel in their hearts That I am not Pastor Femi Manu Shadura Kemiti Shami Just pray I say amen I am not part of the choir I am not part of the ushers I'm not part of intercessory. I just come to church. I just listen and watch. And when I'm done, I take my bag and whatever I came to church with and I go back to my house. Can I say this? Whatever touches the church will touch your life. The enemies of kingdom advancement are also directly your enemy. Whatever affects the kingdom of God, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, also affects your destiny Matthew 11 and verse 12 Matthew 11 verse 12 and from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force the violent take it by force because the violent realize that whatever acts against the church against me so if the kingdom of heaven suffers violence we also suffer violence and the only way to face violence is with violence somebody with me this morning whenever you hear anybody making jest of the church of god react whenever you hear an infidel castigating those pillars of the gospel of christ against them how do you act against them cut them off anybody that makes light of kingdom matters and kingdom issues don't take it kindly with them whatever can touch the kingdom of god can touch your life personally can someone say pastor i hear can someone say pastor i hear sir i'll give you an example last week and this week we have been grappling with something in the nigerian news and what is it what is it 
NDC, we have been grappling with corruption. Corruption has removed its clothes and is walking naked in Nigeria. Not only in Nigeria, all over the world. Corruption is saying, see my nakedness, so see me. If you are not ready to do anything about me, I move to another dimension. When the news broke and people started reacting, listen to this. The young men and women in Nigeria started watching Big Brother Nigeria. Matters that affect the next generation was breaking and no youth was speaking up. Because they feel that it does not affect them. You see, it is happening in Abuja. And I'm here in Ibadan. As long as I wake up and I sleep, I am all... But you lie. Because that monster called corruption gradually is affecting our own lives. It's changing the way we do things. It's changing the way our children will think. It's beginning to whiff and sow and hewn our lifestyle and our culture. Few days ago, another news broke. If you are conversant with what is happening in Nigeria right now, it's the news of Night Post. The Nigerian Postal Service stood up and said, Yes, there is lockdown. True. People are now doing online business more than before. True. And for online business to grow, there has to be delivery of goods and services. And since Nipos, they have not been able to work on themselves and develop. They say, hey, if you are going to deliver service from one place to another, start paying money to us. Because oil money is not enough to run the country. They are putting their hands in our pockets because we took our eyes off government and politics. Is somebody with me this morning? Because we allowed few people sit on the heritage of a nation, now we are left without and they are even looking for how to extort that little that we have. Because we feel whatever happens in Asorok does not touch us. Listen to this and listen carefully. Until you start minding the things of the kingdom, your future is not safe. The enemies of the kingdom of God are also your enemies. Can someone say, Pastor, I hear, sir? Can someone say, Pastor, I understand you? This morning, I'm going to share with you four enemies of kingdom advancement. And I'm going to show you how these enemies of kingdom advancement are also enemies of your lives and your destiny. The first enemy this morning is the enemy called sin. The enemy called sin. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. The wages of sin is death. Our Father and the Lord will say times without number that sin sinks. Sin sinks. He would also say times without number that sin stinks. Sin stinks. And I add to that this morning that sin stains. Sin stinks. It sinks, it stinks, and it stains you. What is the meaning of sin? Sin is an acronym. Sin is an acronym. Sin, speeding, but imagine nowhere. Speeding, but imagine nowhere. Speeding but getting nowhere. Sin makes sure that you put in the effort but you never get the reward. 
Even if it looks like you are getting the reward of sin. Listen, the wages of sin is what? Death. Even if it seems that things are going good for you. Even if you are falsifying records and you are looting and stealing money. And it seems you are flourishing and it seems like money is flowing into your account. Give it time. Give it a little time and you will realize that sin takes you nowhere. Listen carefully to this. What brings a great man to his knees has always lived with him his entire life. What brings great men to their knees? What brings them down from the place of glory to the place of ridicule has always lived in them their entire life. No great man falls suddenly. It's church with me this morning. No great man falls suddenly. Whatever you see that creates the downfall of a man who is great, shining, the whole world is celebrating. If you go to the root of that thing, it has been with him from the beginning. Sin. Sin waits for when you are high up and then brings you down to your feet. I decree and declare upon your life and your destiny, you will not be cut short in Jesus' name. A thousand may fall by your right and ten thousand may fall by your left but with your eyes you will see but you will not partake of wickedness in jesus name i'll tell you the story of a man called bill cosby bill cosby let me ask you a quick question how many of us here has watched the cosby show you have watched the cosby show i have a lot of work to do this morning no i grew up watching the cosby show Every Saturday morning, I think it was Galaxy or BCS, I run downstairs, switch on the TV, and I see Bill Cosby. And for anyone who has watched Bill Cosby, when you switch on the TV and you see Bill Cosby, how do you feel? You feel, someone day say, I feel happy. Bill Cosby brought a lot of people happiness. Bill Cosby came to prominence via the cosby show and the cosby show ran for eight seasons that means the cosby show was on tv for eight good years and that cosby show led bill cosby into greater greatness at a point they refer to bill cosby as the daddy of america they called him the american dad you know why Bill Cosby was a black man, but he portrayed the black American as an affluent, educated, and wealthy man. In the show, he played the role of a doctor. And his wife was also very well-to-do. And they had children that were going to school. And so the average black American had pride and heritage in the Cosby show. Are we together? It gave them something to look forward to. Up to that point, the educated and well-to-do were the whites. And the downtrodden were the blacks. So every time the black man in Africa switched on his TV and saw the Cosby family, that became the hallmark of what the black family could be. But in the height of all this glory was sin. Can someone say sin? And sin doesn't care how high you rise. Sin just waits for the right time to bring you down. In the realm and in all this glory that surrounded Bill Cosby, sex was his problem. He did not know how to tame and control his sexual urges. Listen to this. Sin will always wait for your highest height to strike with its fullest force. Sin will wait for your highest height then strike you 
with its fullest force. So I tell you what happened to Bill Cosby. Recently in 2018, Bill Cosby was arrested for sexual allegations stemming from forced sexual intercourse with his employees to rape to molestation and sex with underaged women everything that you can ever think of as immoral was stacked up for bill cosby and the american black american community sank alas their idol and hero had been reduced to nothing and for everyone who followed that story, we were all praying that it was a lie. We were all wishing that it was not true. Anybody but the American dad. Anybody but our beloved Bill Cosby. And when the case was true, and a lot of evidences presented people started coming out of the works things he thought he did in the past that was gone came to light and alas all the allegations were true listen to this from 1965 to 2008 he had cases to answer the first case was recorded in 1965 and the last case in 2008 can you calculate how many years he had been wallowing in sin that means all the time we were celebrating him he was struggling with sin and today bill cosby is in jail bill cosby is what jail all his good works vanished in hollywood there is a street called the streets of stars and if you've ever achieved anything prominent in life on the walkway of the stars they carve out a star on the road and they write your name on it so that anybody that gets to hollywood and get to that road they can see the names of people that did great things in the world of men that is the way america has been immortalizing the great people time memorial and because we had a star right there in the road but the day he went to jail they removed his star church are you with me this morning i decree upon your life and your destiny your star shall not be removed in jesus name what kills other men will not kill you in jesus name sin sinks sons of solomon chapter 2 verse 15 take us the foxes the little foxes that spoil the vines for our vines have tender grapes the calamity of sin is this sin hinders access to your place of grace sin hinders you from accessing the place of your grace what is the place of your grace the place of your grace is the place of ease is the place of signs and wonders is the place where things happen of their own accord is a place where you see quick and effective results romans chapter 6 i read verse 1 to 2 the a part of it what shall we say then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound and hear the reply god forbid sin destroys your testimony of kingdom service no matter how long you have been serving god if you die in sin what happens to your service may your service not be lost in jesus name the second enemy of kingdom advancement is fear fear before i continue i want you to beat your chest and say i refuse to walk in fear oh you are not doing it like your destiny means anything to you beat your chest and say i refuse to walk in fear may the power of fear not have hold over your life in jesus name 
Our Father and the Lord will say times without number that fear is an acronym. Fear means forget everything and run. Forget everything and run. But this is my definition of fear. And please listen to this very carefully. Fear is the manifestation of the lie you choose to believe. Fear is the manifestation of a lie that you have chosen to believe. And whether you believe in a lie or you believe in the truth, it must manifest. (laughs) It takes so long you believe in a lie. You know it is a lie, but you choose to repeat it to yourself. After a while, you start believing the lie is true, true or false. Fear is false evidence appearing real. That means it's not there, but it's appearing real because you chose to believe in it. Listen to this. You cannot move the heart of God from the place of fear. You cannot move the heart of God from the place of fear. The devil does not worry about the man that lives in fear. Why? Because he is already dead. The devil does not worry about a man that lives in fear because in the spiritual realm, a man that lives in fear is already what? Is already dead. As long as you walk and you move with the consciousness of fear, heaven is not committed to move over your case. I speak upon your life and your destiny from henceforth. Heaven will move over your case in Jesus' name. Everything that has been causing you to be afraid is destroyed for your sake in Jesus' name. We don't have faith because there are issues around us that don't suggest fear we have faith because we look away from issues and we look into the word of god we have faith not because our bodies don't feel weak not because our marriage is not delayed not because our children are not misbehaving we have faith because we look away from all those semblances of evil and we put our total focus on the word of God. And the more you look at the word of God, you become like God. Is somebody with me this morning? The more you look at the word of God, the more you become like God. So let that rent be clocking the due and expiration date. And let your landlord be calling you every 10, 10 minutes of the day. You know there's a way you know that your rent is due. Your landlord will just be calling you. The person that has not called you for one year, all of a sudden you become his best friend. Baba Tunde, I just want to check up on you. I just want to know if you are doing fine. It's not that you are doing fine or you are not doing fine. Baba wants his rent. But rather than panic, keep on focusing on the word of God. Let the world keep screaming at you. Keep looking at the face of Jesus. The only way to defeat the enemy is through the highway of faith. Whatever can steal your faith away, listen, can destroy your testimony. I give you the story of a man called Mike Tyson. How many of us know Mike Tyson? How many of us know Mike Tyson? Please, walk with me this morning. Mike Tyson, up till date, is regarded as one of the deadliest fighters in the history of boxing. Pound for pound, you can hardly find two people like Mike Tyson. But I will give you some figures this morning. In his whole career, Mike Tyson had 58 fights. 58 what? Fights. 44 of those fights, Mike Tyson won it via knockout. 
44 out of 58 was one with what? Knockout. That means he knocked them and they could not stand up on their feet. Knockout is total victory. How many of us will knock out the devil this morning? May you knock out your adversaries in Jesus' name. Out of 58 bouts of fights, he recorded 44 knockouts. Now listen to this. Out of those 44 knockouts, 23 happened within the first round of the fight. Out of those 44, 23 of them happened within the first round of the fight. Now listen to this again. Out of those 23 first round knockouts, 13 of them happened within the first minute of the fight. Someone say, ah. Out of all those 23, 13 of them went out within the first minute. Imagine you pay so much money, bought tickets to watch a fight. And McTyson came, and someone came to bite him. And within 60 seconds, they say, the fight is over. Are you with me, church? But it is a record that Mike Tyson would always say, from the time I look into their eyes, once I see fear, they are dead. He said, I beat my adversaries not because they were stronger than me, but because they had fear in their heart. Before they even enter the ring, the news of McTyson has gripped their hearts and they're already shaken. Church, are you seeing me? Are you watching me? So whenever you enter the ring of life and the devil comes and stands, Junior, where's my phone? Daddy, I want to call presiding pastor. You already go. You already what? Go. A little wind that the devil blows. I say, ah, he say, I think I will die. Oh. They say, at this one, I will die. Really, 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 really. Because when he sees fear in your eyes, you already. He said, I defeated them before I landed the first punch. Please be careful of the enemy called fear. I decree upon your life. And your destiny, you are exempted from calamity in the name of Jesus. I say you are exempted from calamity in the name of Jesus. Number three enemy, distraction. Distraction. What is distraction? Distraction is the move made by the devil after he has failed in destroying the vision. Distraction is the move made by the devil after he has failed in destroying the vision. If the devil cannot kill the manifestation of your vision, then he brings distraction. The vision of God was salvation. True? And God decided to send Jesus to the earth. And when Jesus came, the devil tried to destroy the vision called Jesus. And he ordered for all the male children to be killed. But heaven rescued the vision of God. And Jesus was commissioned to his ministry. And when he went out for 40 days of prayer and fasting, the devil came after the prayer and fasting and said, you are hungry. Jesus said yes. He said, then turn the stones to bread. And Jesus said, get thee behind me. Because it was not about food or the bread. It was a plot to distract Jesus. As long as you choose never to be distracted, you never miss a bit in the will and plans of God for your life. Listen to this, Matthew 13 verse 25. Matthew 13 verse 25 But while men slept His enemy came and sowed tears Among the wheat And went his way You know what tears represent? Distraction 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 
I want you to listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. The devil can only distract you with things that you recognize. The devil can only distract you with things that you what? That you recognize. So the more you stop recognizing that things around you, the harder it is for the devil to distract you. We are so conscious of everything around us that we are no more conscious of the word of God. The more you focus on the word of God and your relationship with the Holy Spirit, you fail to see things that are outside you. And as long as your spirit cannot recognize it, the devil cannot use it against you. The devil will use the voices of people that are closest to you to derail you. Because you only listen to a voice that you recognize. The question is, do you recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit? Some of you, the only voice you recognize is gossip mail. You recognize the voices on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. You recognize the voice of the news and the newspaper. Say, Corona, they are dying. You know, last week there was a day when your state had the highest record of Corona cases. And immediately people started sending messages to their neighbors. Are you the peer of the devil? What's your business? When you send a message to a neighbor that your state is on fire, what are you trying to achieve? You want everybody to be afraid like you? Listen, get out of that place of distraction. The devil will not distract you if he has not seen your future. The only problem is that it is the devil that sees your bright future. You don't see it. That's why you allow the devil to gossip into your ear. The devil will not fight a man that has no place in his plan. A man that will not shake the enemy, he will not bother touching him. If you realize that you are being distracted every time, just know that your destiny is glorious. Is somebody with me? You realize that today is a problem. Tomorrow is another crisis. Next tomorrow, this one is doing this. Tomorrow, this one has gone wrong. Just know that this is just is more than an attack. The devil must silence you because of what God has planned that your life will achieve. Rather than cry, stand on your feet and say, God, in the midst of this, I choose to be focused on you. I will pray harder than before. You see this Bible, I will read it harder than before. I will shut my ears to every negative voice and focus on your word. I decree and declare, for everyone under the sound of my voice, you will not be distracted in Jesus' name. Listen to this, Matthew chapter 16. And verse 23. Matthew 16, 23. But Jesus turned around and said to Peter, Get behind me, who? Satan. You are an offense to me. For you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Peter said, oh, Anybody can die. You you are too good to die. You have blessed us so much, they will take you away from us. <laughs> and Jesus said, Ah, this is a distraction. Get thee behind me, Satan. Because Satan was speaking through Peter. I declare and declare upon your life and your destiny, everything sent to distract you from your journey is broken off your life in Jesus' name. Finally, the fourth enemy is the enemy called poverty. The enemy called poverty. Listen to this. Poverty is not the lack of money, but the lack of the blessings of God. Poverty is not the lack of money. Poverty is the lack of the blessings of God. You cannot be blessed by God and lack finances. Caught me anywhere. You can't be blessed by heaven and lack finances. Every child of God is connected to God's wealth mandate via salvation. 
That means the day you gave your life to Christ, heaven connected you to your place of wealth. Whatever can take money away from you can reduce you. Don't explain why your bank account is turning red. Oh. Never. I told them Monday morning glory. Don't say, ah, it's alright. It's like this because of Corona. Stop it. Your finance is going red and you are dancing Makosa with the devil. Very soon you won't see anything there again. Poverty is the missile that the devil uses to reduce a man's destiny. Poverty is not from God. It is from the devil. You will not be poor in Jesus' name. There are three things that poverty will take away from any Christian. Number one, poverty takes away your freedom. Poverty takes away your freedom. Any man that is poor lacks dignity. And once you lack dignity, you lack expression. Once you lack dignity, you lack what? Expression. I'm sure everybody will agree. God forbid. If you see a poor man and all of a sudden he appears before Dangote, what's that happening? What happens to him? You know why? He's looking at Dangote as rich and he's looking at himself as poor. Ask him to greet. Greet now. You know why? Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. There's a way poverty takes away your ability to express what God has put inside you. I decree upon your life and destiny, you will not be poor in Jesus' name. Number two thing that poverty removes is that poverty takes away your voice. Poverty takes away your voice. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16. Then I said wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, a poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. No, no voice, no volume. The third thing that poverty will take away is that poverty takes away your message. You can't preach the message of the kingdom of God from the place of poverty. I decree and declare every poverty upon your life and your destiny is destroyed in Jesus' name. Our Father and the Lord would always teach us about IBI. What is the best way to evangelize? Our Father has taught us many times. What is the best way to evangelize? Seek for a need and meet it. Whoever you can touch, you can change. I speak upon your life and your destiny. You are coming out of the strongholds of poverty in Jesus' name. How do you come out of the stronghold of poverty? Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down, shaking together and running over. When you give to God, what God does is that he brings men, angels in the form of men, to accelerate you to the place of your destiny. Whatever will stop you from giving to God has stopped you from accessing the place of your prosperity. I speak upon your life and destiny. You are blessed in Jesus' name. You are blessed in Jesus' name. The enemies of kingdom advancements, number one, sin. Number two, fear number three distraction and number four poverty can you close your eyes and bow your head can we close our eyes and bow our heads i want to make a call for the kingdom this morning the first hindrance or enemy of kingdom advancement is sin sin destroys so if you are under the sound of my voice as all eyes are closed and all heads are bowed and you can recollect that there has been no place or time you have given your life to Christ or you had given your life to Christ but long slid backslided back into sin it is time for you to make it right with your maker this morning it is time to give your life to Christ Therefore, if you want to give your life to Christ this morning as all eyes are closed and all heads are bowed, I want you to lift up your hands 
and if I see your hand, I will pray for you. If you want to make it right with God, something is telling you that you have not made it right with your maker. This is the time for you to do so. If I see your hands up, I will pray for you. Quickly, let me pray for all persons joining us from all around the world that want to heed to this call this morning. I want you to close your eyes, put one hand on your chest, and raise the other to heaven and say father i stand before you without pride in my heart and i confirm that i'm a sinner i am before you this morning to repent of my sins and ask that you forgive me wipe my way my name out of the book of destruction and write my name in the book of life i promise to love you jesus and I promise to serve you with all my heart. Lift me and take me beyond my expectation. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. For everyone who has made that altar call, I can assure you that heaven has heard you and you are saved. Find a Bible-based church and attend regularly or stay on our platform and grow in the grace and the favor of God. Can we all rise up on our feet? It is time to pray. It is time to pray. We wanted to come to you, but the devil hindered us. In 30 seconds, I want you to lift your voice and say, Oh Lord my God, every form of hindrance to the fulfillment of my kingdom mandate be destroyed for my sake. Prayer in Jesus' name. Every hindrance on my way in my life in my business in my husband or wife's life in my children in my family's life every hindrance that is seeking to rubbish their kingdom mandate and assignment be destroyed for our sake i will not lose my reward i will not lose my entitlement whatever foxes are still within my vine Jesus, remove them from my life. Pray out your heart this morning. And don't let the prayer end here. Hindrances to kingdom advancement. Sin. Fear. Reject them. Resist them. Poverty. Resist them. Reject them. They are not for you. They are never your portion. They are the things Jesus died to take away. I reject them and I resist them. I will live my life in full, advancing the kingdom, serving God in holiness, in purity, in boldness without fear, in abundance without poverty, without distraction in any form i refuse to be distracted i refuse to look back like lot's wife i keep my focus on christ i keep my focus on my destiny i will fulfill my purpose i will run my race i will finish my course like paul the apostle i found that again and again and again say that to yourself let your destiny hear you that you have made up your mind to be focused to love the Lord, to do his work, never to be down, but always up, never to be poor, but use God's resources to touch lives, to touch lives. Whoever you can touch, you can win over. Whoever you can influence, you can win over to Christ. And that's our whole purpose on earth. All of you connected across the world, pray that same prayer where you are touching lives for God, effecting things for the kingdom, living a life, glorifying God, abhorring sin, rejecting fear. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. I speak to everyone's life. Those of you physically here on ground and across the world, you shall not be distracted. You shall not be distracted. 
Sin will not have power or dominion over you. Fear will not enslave you. Poverty will not enslave you. You will have enough to touch souls and win them over for Christ. You will live your whole purpose. And God shall be glorified in everyone's life. In Jesus name. If you can put your hands together for the Lord. And please have your seat. Those of you online. I want to bless and consecrate your anointing oil. And then if you are tighter to God. Through this commission. It is time to transmit your tithe. 10% of our income either personal income or business outfit net profit belongs to God. That is the truth. For the expansion of God's kingdom, we are talking about kingdom advancement. Kingdom cannot advance without money. And the money will not come from the devil. It will come from children of God that God has blessed with money. The beautiful thing is that God is not asking us for money he has not given us. It is the one he has blessed you with that is saying a tent. Return a tent to my kingdom so that the kingdom can enlarge. The money you give, the tithe you pay, the offering you pay is not for pastor. Don't let the devil distract and deceive you and say you are giving your money to pastor. Pastors are eating your money. That's a lie. Pastor himself is paying tithe. If not, he will be poor. Pastor himself is giving. If not, he will be down. It's a universal law. It's a spiritual law. Irrespective of your calling or title. If you are not a giver, you end up a beggar. No matter what you are earning now. It doesn't take the devil anything to finish anybody. How long did it take him to reduce Job? The almighty, the mighty Job. The rich Job. The wealthy Job to nothing. If not for God's defense in our life, the devil will chew us like chingum. But there is God's presence. There is God's grace. And that is what we provoke when we obey God in tithing and in giving. Don't let anybody deceive you and distract you and blackmail God's servants and say they are the one eating your money. No. It is the kingdom of God's enlargement. That we give a tenth of our income and then generous giving and cease sowing. So that the kingdom of God will keep growing and your own life too will keep blossoming. Your life will blossom. Therefore, online, everywhere across the world, you will see the PayPal information on your screen. Transmit your tithe if you are a tither to God through this commission. And then your service offering. Then it goes... I consecrate, dedicate, and bless these oil bottles in your hand across the world in Jesus' name. Please put a drop on your hand, anoint your head, anoint yourself, anoint whatever the Holy Ghost lays in your heart to anoint. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and ensure you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down for you that you'll be a lift enough. I love you.